0: Hey everyone welcome to our sunday service uh, today our message is from justice and he's talking about five disciplines that will help us stay connected to god hope you all enjoy it let's pray so heavenly father we uh, thank you for Uh, today. Uh, We thank you that your word tells us that um, every day is the day that you have made and therefore we shall rejoice and be glad in it. So thank you for the gift of life and thank you for the gift of family and friends. And as we gather uh, this morning, I pray, Father, that you may uh, speak to us. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, thank you very much, my brother, for the uh, word, yet. Uh, wow. I, I'm actually minister, too, and uh, I'm glad I came today. Uh, it spoke to me powerfully, uh, just that word, yet. Uh, I'm so grateful to that. Uh, today, uh, greetings to all of you. and uh, It is a pleasure for me to be here, and I thank God for what he is doing Uh, In our lives, all of us, Uh, we may not yet have seen what God was to do with us, but uh, it's just yet like that. So we thank God for that. Let me uh, just say to us, my uh, topic today, what I just thought and felt I needed to share with us is uh, on a a subject that I called... um, important disciplines uh, to keep us going, uh, to keep us moving forward. Uh, That's what I want to talk about, important disciplines to keep us going. Um, But uh, as a way of uh, just uh, uh, starting, um, I will maybe just uh, share a story. Um, So someone says a pastor sees a man coming to church after a long time. So he pulled him aside and said, man, you need to join the army of the Lord. The man said, what do you mean? I'm already in the army of the Lord. The pastor replied, how come I see you only uh, during Christmas service and the Easter service? He replied, I am in the secret service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, you see the name of the Lord, but is it the secret service. Eh? He, he comes on the, on the um, special days. Friends, how do we keep going? How do we maintain the faith to the end? Uh, that's the... Uh, question that I want to just uh, ask ourselves um, and uh, to just uh, encourage ourselves because life reality is, it is a battle, you know, for ourselves uh, and uh, we need to make it to uh, uh, to heaven. Uh, eternal life is something that we all desire. So what does one need to keep going in life? Some of the questions I also asked how can one keep the faith to the end? Um, what can stabilize you in times of trouble when things are not adding up? Uh, what can keep you going when all hope is lost? Um, and how can one remain steadfast after God has blessed them with all they need? And after being a child of God for a long time, what can keep you focused, you know, on God? So I just ask quite a lot of questions. You know, to myself, and probably could be asking the same questions. Um, so I have uh, looked at a, a, a number of scriptures, and I thought maybe I could share with you uh, maybe about five things uh, out of uh, the 14 or 15 things that I gleaned from scripture. So I'll focus only on five. So the first one is um, the issue of uh, fellowship with others so how can we keep you know ourselves strong in the lord and keep going you know until you know we meet with our lord fellowship uh, friends is very important uh, that's why i like this story about the this pastor who is asking this guy how come i see you once uh, you know or twice in a year Obviously the guy says, Yeah, I'm in the Secret Service. <laughs> so I'm always with you, but you may not be seeing you. You may not be seeing me. But reality, friends, is this fellowship is very important if we are to keep going. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25, it says, Let us not give up the habit of meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing. But let us encourage one another. And all the more, as we see the day approaching, fellowship is very important. You know, I want to, uh, to, to just uh, uh, encourage us. Because one of the things that I've discovered, friends, is that um, the enemy is using, at the moment, in the last days, one of the greatest challenges that we're facing is loneliness. Did you know that? Loneliness is a huge issue. Uh, I'm, I'm a counselor. I work as a counselor. And I I see how depression is actually becoming a huge issue. It's discouraging people to move on. And I just want to encourage us to say, if we are to move together, if we are to encourage one another to move forward, to keep the faith to the end, to be strong, to get there, to make it, You know, in in life, let me tell you, friends, we must actually be a, a people that decide, that make a decision to have fellowship one with another. Because loneliness is a huge issue. It is. The statistics, I could have, maybe you can just go and look at the statistics the world over, including in the States you know, where we actually look at uh, the states and say, well, this is uh, where everything's happening. Lordliness is a huge issue. And I want to just encourage us and say to us, let us be deliberate to have fellowship one with the other. Let us be deliberate to visit one another. Let us be deliberate to actually move into homes and uh, if you look at the the early church, the way they even grew, the Bible says in Acts chapter 2, verse 40, verses 42 to, verse, uh, uh, to the end of the uh, chapter, even Acts chapter 4, the Bible spoke about they moved from house to house, uh, eating together, reading the scriptures together, fellowshipping together. And so fellowship is one thing that is very important because one of the things that the devil wants to do is to keep you on your own, that you become lonely. Hallelujah! That you become lonely. And I want to encourage us, let's hear this, have fellowship. So I won't be surprised that as we are gathered like this here, hear this, you might actually discover that one of us could be very lonely. And I want to encourage you not to be alone. Let me just give you one sad story that I, I, I heard uh, just um, uh, two weeks ago, one of our relatives, uh, in around forty-five years or so of age, they committed suicide. It's a, it's a distant relative, not actually uh, from, from uh, you know very close to us, but they committed suicide. And it was on a Sunday. They drove all the way to uh, Machingo, there, uh, where the, the the mother was. When they got there, they then, you know, hanged themselves. And it's because people are lonely. People are not sharing. People are not talking. People are not sharing challenges. People are not sharing problems. And uh, it's important for us to make sure that we have fellowship with one another. And let our fellowship friends be a fellowship where we can actually open up and we can discuss uh, issues that are actually affecting us and normally when I, you know, I'm talking to people and somebody asks me, how are you? I normally want to say, which answer do you really want? <laughs> the general answer, okay, or the real answer? Because sometimes we actually, when people uh, say, how are you? We just say, I'm well, I'm fine. But we may actually not be well. May I encourage us to have fellowship one with another? So that here this we may all continue to the end. We may keep the faith to the end. What the reality is, as we go through life, we may go through challenges that may actually overwhelm us, and we need others to pray with us, to pray for us, to encourage us, to move us uh, forward. Praise be the Lord to the Lord. Amen. Fellowship number one. Number two, um, holding on to the word of God. Holding on to the word of God. And again, I want to say to us uh, friends that uh, the the reality of life is without the word of God, it is very easy to be discouraged. It's very easy. I like what Paul says in Acts chapter 20. Paul was actually towards the end of uh, his ministry uh, and uh, he was uh, at Ephesus. He was at uh, I think one one place, I'm forgetting the place. And he called, um, you know, the church that was at Ephesus to come to him. Uh, and the Bible says in Acts chapter twenty, verse thirty-two. This is what he says: He says, "Now I commit you to God and to the word of His grace, which can build you up and give you an inheritance among." among all those who are sanctified. So he says, I commit you to God and to the word of his grace, which can build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. One of the things that uh, is a reality of life is that what you hear is powerful. And what you focus on, you know, that is coming through your, your ears is very powerful and that's why Jesus says actually blessed are those that hear and to you who will hear more you know you will actually be able to do more in the book of Mark there because the reality is this faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God in the midst of the things that we could be facing These things will speak a lot of things to you. So, for example, if we know that the, uh, if we hear that there will be violence in the in the elections, uh, and uh, if we hear that there will be uh, challenges that are coming, whether it is a a drought, uh, if we hear that uh, there will be certain diseases that will come, and, and so forth. The question is, do you have the word in you that will be able to encourage you, that will be able to keep you going in the midst of uh, what you will hear? Because doubt will also come by hearing and hearing what is, you know, coming out, you know, from somewhere else. But the Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So one of the things that will help us to keep the faith to the end is to actually hold on to the Word of God. That's why you will notice that the Bible says uh, in Psalms, and I Psalms 119, verse uh, 105, it's a very special scripture to me, because the Bible says this, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. It's very powerful to me. And the way that I've used that scripture is I've said to myself, when it comes to, uh, you know, when he says your word is a lamp unto my feet, so I say for short-term decisions that I need to make, which is just about the steps that I'm making the feet, I use the word of God. I don't necessarily use the things that I'm hearing. So I can hear a lot of things, but I say to myself, what does the word of God say when it comes to, the way that I should move forward. So I'm looking at the word of God. That is what I, I use. I use the word of God to actually guide my short-term decisions, regardless of what you know everyone else is saying. And then when it comes to a light unto my path, for me, my path means long-term decisions. So when I'm looking also at long-term decisions, I'm also looking at long-term decisions based on what the word of God is saying to me. I search and say, Lord, from what you are saying in the word of God, what do you really want me to do? So that's how I I, I make long-term decisions, not necessarily based on what is happening around me. So I look for scripture and I try to listen to what the spirit of God is saying based on what is written in the word of God. Then I make a decision. Because, friends, the reality is we will hear a lot of things, especially in the last days. Bible says in Matthew 25, there will be rumors of wars. There will be a lot of things that will be said. And if we are to focus our lives on what the world is saying and not on what God is saying, we will miss the opportunity of maintaining our faith to the end. Because there are a lot of things that are now being said uh, the world is actually having a lot uh, that, is, is, that is bringing to us. Uh, for example, I was just l- listening to one of the uh, things that is, is now being said about the curriculum of children. I'm not sure whether you have seen uh, this, about you know, be, children being taught uh, about sex uh, in uh, grade uh, two, three. And the way they actually talking about it, it was actually surprising. The way they were putting it across, somebody send me uh, the um, excerpt of, um, you know, what these guys were saying. Because The world is coming up with a lot of things that can confuse us if we are not careful. But let us uh, keep, you know, our focus on the um, word of God. So let me just read you one of the things that I I picked up from one of uh, uh, the documents that was shared to me. And I I just was shocked. And I said to myself, uh, is this really, really happening? I was was surprised. Let me just quickly look at this. Because there are many things that will be sent to us, friends. uh, But uh, our God is good. Let us continue to hold on uh, to the Lord and see what God will do. as we keep ourselves in the Lord, as we keep the faith. I hope I'll be able to quickly find this. Because there are many things that are being uh, shared out there, and we just need to be very careful. Oh, sorry, I, I, I think the article, I've, I've, I've misplaced it. But basically what they were telling us is, you know, imagine uh, some of the things are crazy things. They were saying that, uh, uh, you know, parents should actually have sex in front of their uh, two or, you know, two, three, four years or five-year-old kids, you know, and this is actually something that is good because there was an argument which they were just trying to put across and they're looking at uh, no, it was actually eight nine ten year olds or something like that you should actually you know have sex uh, and, and things like this is what the world will actually be putting across and the the books uh, you know uh, they were talking about uh, you know gay and uh, lesbian and uh, you know parents should actually be encouraging Children, to, to say it's okay, you can uh, do all these things. There is no problem. So the world will put a lot of things to us. What will keep us going, friends, is how much of the Word of God do you have, and do you maintain, uh, you know, your, you know, the Word in you, rather than listening to what the world will say, because the world will put across many things to us. That's number two. Number three. Let me just quickly move. Number three, uh, the thing that I also think is very important, friends, is to maintain hope and your confidence in God if you are to uh, get to the end. So, maintenance of hope or maintaining hope and your confidence in God is something that is very important. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23 says, Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. Verse 35, that says, Therefore, do not cast away your confidence, which is great reward. How do we maintain or how do we continue to the end as children of God in the midst of the challenges that we have? Let's just maintain confidence in God. That's why I was blessed so much when you mentioned, say, yet. I, I, I mean, it just uh, melted my heart. It blessed me so much because the reality is there will be so many things that we will want to accomplish in life. Whilst we are waiting, friends, to meet with our God, whilst we are waiting to receive whatever God wants us to get in life, what, whilst we're you know, trusting God for our you know our health, uh, finances, you name it, let's have confidence in God. And one way is actually to use like what you are saying. Just say, "Hey, yeah, at the moment, so I've not actually received." my breakthrough yet and so let's Because that will actually show you have hope in the lord and so here this maintaining hope maintaining your confidence in god is something that is very important and we have to you know say to ourselves our god is faithful and he will do it and the reality of uh, the matter is this god is faithful i want to share with you friends i want to confirm this with you i've seen it in my own life we've gone through a lot as a, as a family that's why you know i like you know testimonies and that's why i normally say to people let's encourage testimonies to come you know forward to the church sometimes what we we do is we say guys let's pray for this person let's pray for this person let's pray for this person and sometimes when god then comes in and heals a person or something, there's a breakthrough. We don't stand up to actually, uh, you know, give a testimony. But the Bible says in in, in Revelations, they overcame by the, you know, by what? The blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. So we need to testify, and this actually encourages us, because God is faithful, friends. There were times when I went through very difficult uh, seasons in my life, and I held on to God. I came to the Lord, I normally share my testimony. I came to the Lord when I was suicidal. At the age of 21, 22, I wanted to kill myself. And I was suicidal for two years. How many of you ever thought of killing yourselves? You, yeah, at least you thought about it. you did kill yourself because you're here, yeah, But, but you, you thought of killing yourself. <laughs> you guys, you never thought of killing yourselves? You have uh, Thank you for opening up. Uh, but let me tell you, I was suicidal for two years. Wanting to kill myself. The only reason that made me not to kill myself was I said I want to know the Lord before I die. But I've seen the goodness of the Lord as I've waited on God. I've gone through times when we have had financial challenges. Serious financial challenges. And uh, I, I I said to people there was a time when I think in 2009 uh, to 2011, for two years, we, we our electricity was cut off at, at home because we couldn't pay. Those were the times when we were actually paying electricity on, uh, it was not prepared electricity, so we were actually paying, we were supposed to pay at the end of the month. We couldn't afford, and for two years, we did not have ZESA. So it, our place was the only place which had no power. Was those days, this yes, I was there. <laughs> uh, you know, almost uh, now these days are, uh, well. <laughs> so for two years, we did not have power. And then uh, when the prepaid uh, meter system came, you know, we managed to register. and like. But God is faithful. Several years later, we have seen what God has done. How God has blessed us financially and, and so forth. And now we were actually saying, We can afford now to have all these things which we did not afford at some point in time. It's just the faithfulness of God. And we need to encourage one another and tell each other that God, friend, is faithful. We must maintain our hope in the Lord because God indeed is faithful. So maintain hope and your confidence in the Lord. This is all about, here, this, friend, staying strong until the end. We must die in the Lord. We must die believing but skip the faith to the end. Number four, uh, one of the things that uh, I found to be powerful uh, as we come to the uh, close to the end here is issue of uh, uh, praising and worshipping the Lord. Praise and worship. Praise and worship it has been powerful. To me, I've discovered one of the things when I'm feeling weak, when I, I feel like uh, you, you know I've had a bad day and I feel like giving up, I've discovered worship is powerful. So uh, my data uh, is finished listening to music. I listen to music and if I've downloaded the music, I, down- I play music early in the morning, I play music late at night, music there was one day when i was one one season when i was going through uh very difficulties i played one song every day for about one and a half years one song every day i would play just one song it was ministering to me just one song on a regular basis for about one and a half years but it ministered so much to me it encouraged me we can hear these friends continue to the end our spirit Uh, will be revived, will be encouraged when we listen to the music and when we worship and when we praise God. So in the midst of the challenges that you may have, friends, I want to encourage you to praise and worship Him. The Bible says in Psalms 22, God dwells in the praises of His people. Psalms 22, God dwells in the praises of His people. So I will encourage you, uh, friends, hear this. To keep yourself, to keep your spiritual favor, your fervent, in the Lord. Hear this. Worship God. Praise Him. Finally, uh, number five uh, is issue to do with giving thanks to God in all circumstances. Thanksgiving. How do we keep ourselves strong to the end? Let me tell you, thank God for what you're going through. Let me tell you, friends. Things can actually be worse. I normally say it to people, "Did you know that?" Mm-hmm. That's why I like your testimony, which you also mentioned that uh, sometimes you are seeing this guy. He's driving slowly, and you are saying, "I want to overtake him. I want. I don't like. I want to go there. I want." But if you just so, gone, you know, just ten seconds earlier, probably the tree would have landed on you. I, I had a similar story from uh, a friend. We had a cell group meeting uh, this Wednesday. And this guy uh, said he was driving, and he came to the robot, and uh, he, 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 he you know, it, it was red, and so he waited. And then there was somebody who was following him who then he, he left a gap which was about uh, 15 meters from him. And so he said I was just looking at ahead and just looking at the mirror. And then I said to myself, this guy is crazy. Why would he actually uh, be 50 meters away? And as he was thinking about that, saying, This guy is crazy. A tree fell <laughs> and it actually landed between the two cars. And you got out of the car, and the other guy got out of the car and they went there and they looked at the tree. <laughs> And then, you know, they shook their heads. And he you know, was saying, Lord, I'm sorry. I was actually saying, this guy should have been close to me. This guy was actually right where he stood. Because the car, the, the tree, huge tree landed in between them. Friends, let's thank God for what we go through in life. Let's thank God for what we go through life. Sometimes things can actually be worse. I've discovered Thanksgiving is powerful. You come to God and say, Lord, thank you. I'm having such a terrible day. But Lord, thank you. I may not even understand why this day is so terrible. Lord, thank you. Uh, Recently, I woke up and I realized, you know, on my heel there inside, "Ah, it's just painful. And so for the last two months or so, it has been painful as I'm walking. And I went to the doctors and said, uh, you know, this is what is happening. What is happening? The doctor said, my friend, Edge is catching up with you. There's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing you can do. You know, these are some of the things that you need to just play to. But You can just take, uh, you know, some uh, uh, medication to, you know, to reduce the pain. But there's nothing you can do. And I said to myself, Lord, thank you. At least I still have the leg. <laughs> Let's thank God in everything. So five things that I want to encourage you friends to continue to the end. Let me see if you are good students. Number one, what was it? Great. Fellowship. Thank you. Uh, I'll give you many marks. Yeah. <laughs> Number two? Hold on, to the word. Hold on to the word of God. Great. Number three? Confidence, yeah in the Lord. Number four, praise and worship, praise and worship that's powerful. And number five, praise gratitude, uh, giving thanks. Father, we thank you. Uh, thank you for today. Thank you for my brothers and my sisters. Uh, Lord, I know that uh, you, you want us to keep the faith to the end because the word says that he that keeps the uh, faith to the end shall be saved. Lord, we thank you for our friends like this. Thank you, Lord, that uh, we will have fellowship. We will encourage one another. Lord, we'll give thanks to you. We will hold on to our faith. Uh, Lord, we will uh, have a heart of uh, gratitude in the name of Jesus. We give you glory, Lord. We give you honor. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me close with uh, uh, one other just for us to laugh, is it okay? Yes. Yeah. So four Catholic sisters were bragging. These are Catholic sisters were bragging about their children. Catholic sisters, their children. <laughs> you you <are> the <laughs> One said, um, <clears throat> my son uh, is uh, actually a, a very important uh, person. Uh, and every time he gets into the room uh, people call him priest uh, they call him father not to be outdone the second uh, uh, sister says uh, well my son is also very important he is a bishop whenever he enters into the room the uh, people say your grace The third one said, Yeah, my son is also very, very important. He's a cardinal. When uh, he ever enters the room, uh, you know, people say, Your imminence. Mm -hmm. The last one, not to be outdone, said, Well, my son is six foot three. He has broad shoulders. He dresses impeccably well. And when he walks into the room, all the ladies say, Oh my God! Blessings <laughs> 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 okay, yeah, yeah, to yeah. you. Thank you.